Welcome to the ongoing story of the Bible, Season 9, Back to Jerusalem. The time is now around 430 BC. After much opposition from local settlers, God's second temple has been rebuilt in Jerusalem. A scribe and priest, Ezra, appointed by Persia's king, returns to Israel to teach God's laws to the people. Now the city walls and towers are being secured by a Persian-appointed returnee, Nehemiah. Episode 4. Opposition from Without Local settlers, led by an Ammonite called Tobiah, meaning God is good, are angry about the rebuilding. They try to stop the work using physical force and emotional ridicule. But the Hebrew people in the land learn of the plots and warn the building team, so Nehemiah arms the workforce. They divide into two groups, so half stand guard while the other half work. Now some of the teams start complaining that they are being financially abused by their own people. Nehemiah is angry that the rich and leaders are treating their countrymen as slaves, so he calls a meeting and makes the people promise to cancel all debts. After 52 days of building, the wall is complete. The wall is dedicated. The ceremony includes two groups marching with singers, one walking clockwise, the other walking anti-clockwise. But with the wall completed, Nehemiah is warned by Shemaiah that there is a plot to kill him. He soon realizes that Shemaiah's warning is not from God, but that the Ammonite Tobiah has bribed him. Now Ezra reads Moses' law to the people. With the wars completed and debts cancelled, the people settle back to life in their hometowns. They return to Jerusalem to celebrate Rosh Hashanah, the new year, which is in the seventh month, Tishrei, September, October time. A wooden platform is built for Ezra, who stands on it to read from God's laws from dawn till noon. As he reads, everyone stands, and then 17 Levites explain the law to the people around them. Many cry as they understand its meaning, but the Levites calm them down and the people go home to celebrate. The next day, the leaders and priests hear Ezra teaching about the festival of shelters, Sukkot. They give instructions for the people to collect branches and build shelters to live in. And for the first time since Joshua's rule, 900 years earlier, the festival is celebrated in full. Now, on the 24th day of Tishrei, the people wear sackcloth and grieve for their sins. They make a mass confession and agreement, a signed covenant before God. The agreement remembers God's miracles and the people's unfaithfulness. Together, the Jews make an oath to live by God's law. They include a penalty clause a curse if they break it. With his work complete, Nehemiah appoints two men, governors, in charge of Jerusalem. His relative, his cousin, Hanani, and a commanding officer, Hananiah. After 12 years in Israel, he returns to Persia, leaving the people committed to following God's laws. Now the priest, Eliashib, meaning whom God will restore, is in charge of the temple storerooms. He's on good terms with Tobiah the Ammonite, who hindered the temple and wall-building projects. Tobiah is a high-ranking official, and Eliashib makes an arrangement with him. He lets the temple rooms intended for offerings to Tobiah as meeting rooms. 
Word reaches Nehemiah in Babylon and again he asks King Artaxerxes permission to return to Jerusalem. When Nehemiah arrives, he is furious and orders Tobiah's belongings to be removed and the rooms to be purified. Then he learns that temple musicians have also left because there were no funds to support them. Nehemiah has the Levites and the musicians reinstated. The tithe offerings are collected and the temple storerooms are filled. But soon Nehemiah sees that the people are not maintaining a rest day, a Sabbath. Instead, they are working and trading. So now he orders that Jerusalem's gates are shut over the Sabbath. You can read these stories in the Bible books of Nehemiah and Ezra. The Bible library is a bit like viewing the world from space and then zooming in to a specific location. You can find connections and references across interwoven books of history, poetry, wisdom, law and other writings spanning time and space. The Library of Bible Books brings perspectives to the story as a whole. If you ask questions of the authors and the context of their perspectives, you gain extra clarity. The story is interwoven. Track back the roots to see its beginnings and look forward to see its conclusions. Listen in for the next instalment of the ongoing Bible story. These podcasts, called Full Circle, are based on the author's best knowledge at the time of production. They have been created from the Bible texts, commentaries and historical studies. The Bible is God's living word and its story and learning is unfolding and ongoing. Thanks to Bible translators, some of whom gave their lives to give us its words, you can delve into its pages and start your own journey of discovery today.